Welcome to Mission Matters, celebrating the people and initiatives that embody the Jesuit tradition of St. Louis University, celebrating what matters in the 200-year-old mission that is SLU, brought to you from the Office of Mission and Identity. One of St. Ignatius of Loyola's prayers is called the Prayer for Generosity, and it goes like this. Lord Jesus, teach me to be generous. Teach me to serve you as you deserve, to give and not to count the cost, to fight and not to heed the wounds, to toil and not to seek for rest, to labor and not to seek reward, except that of knowing that I do your will. Amen. Well, welcome to our first video cast of Mission Matters. I am Sister Virginia Herbers, the Director of Spiritual Formation in the Office of Mission and Identity. And I am thrilled to um, be here with some members of our Billiken Teacher Corps out of SLU. So welcome Father Ronnie Dwyer, the first director of BTC. We also have Beth Moeller, who works at Bishop DeBerg High School. And we have Kristen Abarno, teaching at St. Cecilia's. So welcome everybody, thank you for uh, clicking on with us today. And how about if you just tell us a little bit about what Billiken Teacher Corps is, how long it's been around. Um, Father Ronnie, why don't you take it away? Great, well, good to see everyone out there, so to speak. Um, and uh, thanks for this opportunity to talk about the Teacher Corps. We, the Teacher Corps came about, uh, about around five years ago in response to two big issues that um, were identified in, in uh, St. Louis and in the church. The first being, how do we hand on our faith and really wanting to do something to hand on our faith to the next generation in a credible way. And so uh, there was a lot of talk at that time about what can we do, what can we do to train people um, to teach religion and to train them in um, kind of helping others grow in their faith. So that was one thing. And then it was the time right around Ferguson when we had a lot of the unrest and people were asking, what is the university doing uh, to help um, educate the poor? What is the university doing around equity issues? What is the university doing around access um, and uh, being a bridge into certain communities? So um, Father Chris Collins and Dr. James and at the time the, uh, the people from the diocese and a whole bunch of leadership from SLU all came together um, to kind of brainstorm a little bit about what the university could do and what out grew out of that um, was the BTC idea. Um, it's interesting to know that the BTC is part of a larger umbrella organization called the University Consortium for Catholic Education. And at this time, there's about 13 other programs around the country housed in different Catholic universities that do this. And every year uh, as a whole, we send about 500 students uh, young people, teachers, into Catholic schools around the country. Um, and uh, so, yeah, maybe um, Kristen and Beth can tell you a little bit more about the everyday experience of it all. Yeah. Um, so, again, I'm Kristen. I teach second grade at St. Cecilia. Um, I'm in my second year in the Billiken Teacher Corps, so um, set to graduate here in a couple months. Um, but, yeah, it's been, it's been a really interesting and enjoyable ride with the Billiken Teacher Corps. Um, we have, uh, we're deciding three and four uh, pillars of the program. We have spirituality as an important aspect, um, teaching and our teaching formation. So that comes through our classes at St. Louis University. 
um, as well as our teaching um, in the schools in the city. Um, we have community as a very important pillar. Um, Beth, I think those are it, right? <laughs> yes, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, but all three of them really combine together well um, for a, like a holistic formation of individuals in the program. So. So how many are in the program right now? So right now, there's 11 of us total. So um, we have six people in our cohort. So we're the upperclassmen. It's a two-year program. So um, we've been in this two years. And then the, the younger cohort, they have five currently. Okay. And you graduate at the end of the school year? Is that basically how it works? Yes. Yes. So we... Um, teach throughout the school year and we take classes in the summer and then we also take one course during the school year and then after our two years of teaching and going to grad school we graduate with a master's in the art of teaching. Excellent. And certification um, and on, on that point it just might be nice if there's any um, donors listening to say the special way thank you for their contribution. SLU gives a significant uh, tuition scholarship to make the finances of all this work. Um, and so uh, that's also a big part. So they do, yeah, graduate certified, graduate with a master's degree, two years of experience um, and ready to roll. Wow, and so it's an application process, right? Yes. Yes. So maybe talk a little bit about that just in case people are listening to this. I mean, if students are listening and are curious about it. Oh gosh, it's been a while since the application process for Beth and I, um, but I know there's some written responses that help the, um, I guess the application panel get to know the applicants um, in terms of, you know, why are you interested in joining the program? Um, what are your gifts and talents that you can bring to the program, both in the community aspect and as a teacher? Um, and then kind of what are you hoping to get out of the, the program in the two years? And there's a, an interview process. Um, and Father Ronnie, I don't know if you want to speak any more on, on that as well. I think I missed some parts. Yeah, we're really looking for the next generation of Catholic school uh, teachers and leaders. And so we're out there searching for people that you would um, be comfortable babysitting or watching your niece or your nephew. Um, we're looking for people who you'd want to live with. We're looking for people who are articulate and attractive and uh, how they express their faith and how they express relationships and how they build relationships. Uh, we're looking for people who can laugh at themselves, who know how to make mistakes, who can rebuild after mistakes. Um, we're looking for, for people um, primarily though that have a heart for the gospel, that want to share that gospel experience with the youngest and, and many times the most vulnerable people in our um, Catholic schools. And uh, we're looking for people that are going to work hard because the, this is a hard program. And uh, so yeah, the recruiting aspect is a, is a lot of what we do. Um, and uh, you know, it's not uncommon that people will start with us but not finish. Um, and that's part of how, working with pe young people in their 20s. You know, the, everyone's a graduate student, so they finish their undergraduate degree and they come to us um, in that next stage of life. And a lot of, a lot of what we do is helping people discern and figure out how best to use their gifts and where they fit some, a lot of times it's classroom teaching. Sometimes it's other areas of education. Um, 
one of the stats I, I think is most cool and most proud of is that all of our graduates over the, you know, that have graduated with us are remaining in education. Um, most of them really? staying in Catholic schools, most of them staying working in our urban Catholic schools. Um, we've got two people doing, working on a PhD program in education as well. We have two more that are in application for um, our EDD and leadership program. So we really are kind of forming what I hope to be the next generation of, of Catholic school leaders for St. Louis and the region. That is fantastic. So what are some of the schools um, besides DeBerg and St. Cecilia's that the teachers either are in now or have been in in the past? What's been your span and your stretch? Uh, we've had quite the span. We have this year, we have a teacher at Sacred Heart Valley Park. Um, we have two teachers at different levels at Holy Cross Academy at um, two of their different campuses. Um, we've had teachers and currently have teachers at Trinity High School in North County, um, Our Lady of Guadalupe, um, St. Louis Catholic Academy, um, Fabrini. I know I'm missing a few, but there's we're kind of all over the place. Yeah, Rosati, um, Loyola Academy. Am I missing someone? <laughs> yeah, we've partnered with about 14 different schools over the last five years. Um, and uh, as many of our teachers keep getting hired, uh, sometimes the jobs aren't as plentiful. So we've, we, what originally started as a, um, a program very focused on um, strictly serving uh, the urban community, we have kind of had to reimagine what that mission looks like um, in light of the different job realities out there. So um, yeah, we're, we're out looking for placements that's the right job for the right person. That's excellent. With a That's preference excellent. to work with those most in need. Yeah. So um, Beth and Kristen, maybe this question goes to the two of you. What has been uh, either the most life-giving part of the program for you, and you can either focus on the classroom or focus on the community of the teachers, um, and, or you know, what has been um, for you the part that you say, this is absolutely why this has been such a great experience? I could go first. Um, so... I would say the community itself has been really life-giving in this process. I went in the program teaching two years prior. I taught in a, at an all-girls school in Ohio, and I, I joined the BTC, and then I, then I transferred to, to teach at an all-boys Catholic school. So it was a very abrupt change, and um, the community within that transition was the base for just letting you have a laugh and looking at the bright side of your day and keeping you strong throughout any challenges. Um, but even now I work at Bishop DeBerg, which is a co-ed high school. And through that transition and through your ups and downs with teaching, it is the frustrating job at times, but it is also very rewarding. It's, um, it's much better to have a community who's supportive that you're going to that understands what teaching is like compared to if you are living alone or living with people who do not know the stresses or the work ethic that is needed to be a young teacher. Yeah, I would agree with Beth on that. I think the community is a really important aspect. Um, however, I want to speak on a different part of the program that's really touched my journey. 
through BTC. Um, I think the support that we get from the program at SLU and at our schools that we teach at um, has been really life-giving for me just in terms of helping me um, grow into the teacher that I know that I, I can be and that I want to become for the students that I have currently and in the future. Um, we have a lot of support through the program. We have a, a supervisor from SLU. We have an instructional coach from SLU. We also have mentor teacher at our schools that we teach at. Um, and they all work well with us to help us um, in our formation to become teachers. Um, so that's been a really enjoyable part for me, just being able to receive feedback from those individuals on how I can continue to grow and, the, and also receiving um, you know, the positive feedback of things that are going well in my classroom. Because um, I think for me, what makes this program and what I do as a teacher the most life-giving is the students that I get to work with. Um, so being able to continue to grow to be the best teacher that I can be for those students is um, what I work for. I bet um, now with all of this school from home, uh, it must be really hard to be far away from <laughs> those right now. Especially Kristen, you were doing sacramental prep, is that right? Yes, we were working on sacramental prep. So all of that is kind of on hold for now until we can figure out, you know, what direction this whole quarantine is taking. Right. Um, but yeah. I think one of the blessings that I've been able to be a part of is working at my school at St. Cecilia. We have a really good support with the teachers and the principal. Um, so we've set up a really great, we call it a continuous learning plan. Um, instead of like distant learning or remote learning, we wanted to help the families to feel a little more connected in this time of distance, so to speak. Um, and so we've set up Zoom meetings with our classrooms, our homerooms each morning. So I actually just uh, got off of another Zoom meeting with my kiddos this morning. Um, so I had 13 of my 17 show up for that. And uh, the joy it brought my heart was so overwhelming. Um, we just came off of spring break. If we were going to school yesterday, would have been our day back from spring break. Um, so I've been away from them for a week already. So it was really great just to see their faces and they were all so excited to see each other too. Um, so I think, you know, a silver lining during this time is being able to have that connection still and knowing that um, we are connected one way or another, even if we're not physically in the same building anymore. Right, right. A community apart together at the same time. Right, yeah. Beth, how about you? If you, I'm sure you're already in communication with your students, but um, as a video shout out to them from here, what would you think? <laughs> um, yes, so this week is actually our spring break. So last week was the first, we only had um, a three day week last week because Monday and Tuesday, the students had some time off as us teachers did some professional development. And then Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we had online learning. So that was the first experience we've had. And now we have a week break in between, which is, which is good because there's a lot that a lot of fine tuning needed to figure out how we're going to teach and um, what this will look like in the future. But it is nice to see the students and um, their reflections, their journal prompts throughout this time of being apart because they still make you laugh and smile and they still have content that makes you think beyond than what you would have if you just thought of it yourself. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Sister, we've been trying to keep the um, community together uh, through Zoom and different things like this. Um, 
And uh, yesterday, I was really touched. Uh, this was our second or third meeting, third, uh, I think our second meeting, that we had all together yesterday. Um, and the, the tone of it was so different uh, compared to what it had been before. I think in the early, when this was all first starting, there was a lot of nervousness and anxiety about how this was going to work. And, you know, we spent so much time and energy working with the teacher core fellows, how to teach in person around building relationships, connecting with families, connecting with each individual student. We had never talked about how to do this online. Um, and so, <laughs> uh, just really working, you know, trying to work, talk about that, what, how this looks, how it looks differently, especially for the many of the families that we work with don't have access to online resources. So how do we um, work with that? Those same families would also struggle with food. And so we were, we were doing a lot of partnering with the schools around uh, being at schools to hand out food and make sure that uh, everyone had the you know, knowledge and resources that they needed. Anyway, all that to say, yesterday we did a big check-in and went around the whole group. Everyone for the most part, was feeling a whole lot better, primarily because they were back to work and they were seeing the faces of the people they love and they were having a way to channel um, their energy and, you know, uh, seeing one another and, and being in that way. And that just, to me, I was thinking all day, it just spoke about what teaching really is, is that we, in teaching, we've, we find ourselves in losing ourselves. Uh, so, you know, just like the Gospels remind us all the time, Jesus himself was a teacher. Uh, but, you know, that kind of, when you forget about yourself, that's when you really come more alive and um, service to one another. And that's all I could think about when everyone was going around and sharing about how that much better they were doing just because they were back in their teaching routine. It was neat. Yeah. And, you know, um, we're made for relationship. So when it feels like that relationship has been distanced because you can't see each other or be with each other, I mean, what a blessing that we're able to do this kind of thing now. And, and like you said, Kristen, see the faces of, of those kids or see the faces of your coworkers or just maintain that relationship and, and realize that that's what brings us, that's what makes us who we are in the first place. So I think that's what I love about the teacher core is that the relationships that are built are not just teacher and student, they're teacher and teacher, they're your peers. And also the spiritual element bringing into it, you know, as Catholic educators, that sense of relationship with God is primary and foundational. So um, the teacher core itself is just an awesome reality. And I'm so happy to have this opportunity to showcase it for the whole SLU community. <laughs> So um, thank you for being with us. And if there's- Sister, can we just tell the salute community about one more little part of the teacher court? Please. And the, the, uh, our fellows that are here are gonna wanna knock me over the head, but they can't. <laughs> um, do you guys wanna talk about what teach me means? Because we talk about that's our motto and- Yeah. Um, so like Father Running said, teach me is our motto for the program. Uh, and I think on initial glance, it really speaks for itself. You know, we are teachers. Um, we're teaching our students, um, but at the same time, there's a deeper level to it that goes um, and has different components to it. So as teachers, you know, we're constantly learning ourselves through, you know, our classes at SLU and even from our students. Um, so just having that openness and the vulnerability to say, teach me as your teacher um, so I can continue to grow. And then also um, taking a look at Jesus as our example, um, you know, Jesus teach me to be 
the person that I need to be to reach these students or to reach my community members. Um, so there's a lot of different components. Beth, I don't know if you want to add on to that or not, but. Um, yeah, so it's based off of, I always forget the title, the exact title of the prayer, but the prayer that is like, teach me to be generous, teach me to give without counting the cost. It's based off of that prayer. So you're asking the students to teach you, you're asking your community members, your peers to teach you. Um, I often reflect on how I'm asking God to teach me um, to be to be more compassionate towards my students, especially those that are going through things that I would never imagine. It could be a good prayer too for those of us that are capped up and cooped up in <laughs> Corona uh, um, houses across the country. Mm -hmm. You know, asking Jesus to teach us how to do that whole experience, how to be, teach me how to be patient, teach me how to be kind, teach me how to ask three questions about someone else before I start talking about my own experience. <laughs> teach me, you know, like these kind of things, you know, grateful. We need help. we're going to need new skills and new help with and their spiritual skills too. Um, and I think Jesus, the teacher can help us learn how to live in this new kind of classroom. Absolutely. <laughs> And Jesus, the teacher, and also Jesus, the community member, you know, living with a group of um, folks who didn't always have the same backgrounds and didn't have the same uh, preferences, but boy, they had the same mission. And so aren't we all in this together with one mission and, and one, one teacher, capital T. <laughs> So, Kristen and Beth, thank you so much for being with us here today. Uh, Father Ronnie, thanks to you too. Uh, and how about if we just ask everybody to join forces to give our support to Billiken Teacher Corps and spread the word about what a great opportunity it is within the SLU community. Yeah, thank you so right, much. Thank you for having us. Ben, thank you. All right, thanks again and be safe everybody. And um, until next time, until we can be together in person. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Amen.